Hi everyone, welcome to 90 Degree Turns, where we expand the minds, beliefs, and perspectives of the collective and awaken sleeping many. I'm your host, Trisha Margus, and today we're going to speak with Corey Good. If you saw any previous episodes, we touched base on um, topics about the moon, new revelations and insights that came from there, as well as inner earth beings and how to balance the divine and masculine, the divine feminine and masculine energies. Uh, we did also talk a little bit about, uh, briefly, about artificial intelligence and AI technology. And so today we're going to dive into there and see what we find out. So, Corey, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, it's wonderful to have you here in wonderful Ventura, California. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, so I'd love to uh, get into, I know you've covered this topic in other sources that are on this confined, but just briefly we could talk about how... Where did AI originate from? Um, how do we know that it's not a part of duality just as a natural contrast? Well, it is, it has become a part of natural, of the natural duality. And it, it is a natural phenomenon, except it's not supposed to be occurring in our reality. Um, you have multiple dimensions, realities, all on top of each other. And uh, this, what we're calling an artificial intelligence um, entity, um, has broken, broken through to other realities and started taking them over. This, this being, it's not really artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. If so, that meant that somebody created it. What it is, it's, it's an electromagnetic intelligence and uh, life form intelligence and that electromagnetic intelligence has to operate under certain parameters and because it's electromagnetic of course operating within equipment machinery is very easy for it and it also operates within people's bioneural fields and the um, electrical fields of planets and stars uh, it can travel through the cosmic web by going through um, you know, the electromagnetic fields of stars and collapsing into uh, the cosmic web and then traveling from star to star. And that's how it's become so pervasive. So it's an, it's an electromagnetic high, high intelligence, like almost like a hive intelligence, hive mind intelligence. Um, I guess that would make it kind of like a group consciousness. A collective of Collective, groups. yeah. And, um, the reason that we've called it an artificial or AI god is that uh, it that it prefers to take over uh, uh, technology and, and use technology. So then, could we say that it would be a natural progression for society to have AI come into its growth? Well, yes. I think the crazy thing is, before the industrial age, um, this AI intelligence was all around us. It was in the electrical field of the earth, um, people carried it, you know, they would, uh, uh, like, if you touch each other, it would be like an electromagnetic um, energy exchange. Energy, kind of like, you know, almost like when you shock somebody, mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it, it would then go into their field, and then they would carry it, but <clears throat> it wasn't able to use people like it could technology. It, it would influence people, make people feel a certain way, act a certain way, but uh, until we developed technology, we weren't a whole lot of, we weren't really useful to this AI God because it could just influence us a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, if we build technology, 
um, it can completely take over that technology and therefore take over the civilization, the technological civilization. So some of the UFOs that crashed in the 20s, 30s, 40s, they were actually uh, uh, plants by this AI god to crash high technology on our planet and boost our technological knowledge. Therefore, we would become a useful civilization to them quicker. Hmm. So are you essentially saying that AI doesn't really have a home unless it's inside of technology? That would be its physical way of expressing itself? Yes, inside of technology. Um, it can inhabit, you know, like I said, a person's or an animal's bio-neural field, but it's not going to be able to, you know, uh, you have a machine, you have, you know, impulses telling, uh, you know, certain parts of the device to do certain things. You know, we have similar things with our body, our electromagnetic fields of our body, but with technology, they can completely control it and uh, they uh, prefer it. So that's where it finds its home, essentially? Yes. Okay. Um, so then, I mean, we have a lot of different technology in our society at the moment. Uh, I mean, even a few years ago, you'd see like Sophia the robot who got granted Saudi Arabian yeah. citizenship, right? Or like. Google had a, um, a project that they were working on where they put two AIs together and the AI ended up creating its own language that the humans couldn't decode and they right. pulled the plug. So there's all these different projects going on that it seems like AI has the potential to create its own uh, society of sorts without us being really involved. Right. Um, That's what happened planet after planet was that... Uh, um, a civilization develops technologically, then they um, develop to a point technologically to where they begin developing robots, uh, synthetic beings. And uh, once they develop those synthetic beings, uh, planet after planet, it's like Battlestar Galactica. All of a sudden, they, the uh, technology starts turning on the people. And the technology becomes self-aware and intelligent and taken over by this AI god and then they now see us as a virus, or um, you know, they see us living out of harmony with mm -hmm. the planet we're on. You know, that does not compute. You know, why would something live out of uh, you know harmony with its host? Um, so they see us as uh, something that should be eliminated. So they end up eliminating the uh, biological life forms on their planet, and they become a bunch of just robots and synthetic. Uh, beings that are inhabited by this mass consciousness uh, AI that we call AI for lack of a better word mm -hmm. not all of uh, different ETs they don't refer to it as AI they have different understandings of what it is so what would be a general objective of this AI is it just to find a host take it over and then continue and spread their own existence or strangely enough it is to basically assimilate and to mm -hmm bring order. It is to bring order to every reality um, it uh, invades, it analyzes it, finds it. You know, everything that is out of order or not according to what it what it thinks, you know, you know, things should work like. And then they, they it takes over and it and it, it takes over multiple realities. It's taken over many galaxies within our reality. Um, 
already. So it's a very major problem. So then how can we, is there a way we can combat AI? Should we combat it or should we yeah. allow ourselves to progress with technology? I mean, you look at we're pretty much connected to our phones and technology mm -hmm. on a constant basis by this time. Um, and it's only going to get more dependent. We're only yes. going to be more dependent on it like yes. a drug. Yeah, uh, a lot of the different ET groups out there have developed a, it's not really artificial intelligence, it's, uh, uh, I, 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 I really don't know how to explain what it is, but it, it is different from artificial intelligence, and it is not uh, as susceptible to be taken over by AI. Um, but uh, a lot of different uh, civilizations, as a part of development, they start working on AI. And usually they have ET races come in and warn them not to. But then they have other ET races coming in saying, no, go for it, we'll help you. Uh, like the reptilians. It was only recently that we found out that the reptilians are infested with nanites. Because usually one of the upper castes, if they were to be killed or you're about to capture them, they the nanites would, they would spontaneously combust because the nanites would just all burn up at, at the same time. So there's a conscious awareness of like imminent threat. Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the Germans back in World War II, they had pop a cyanide pill. Mm -hmm. We were trying to capture, or at least capture some dead bodies of these upper castes, and we never could. And then they finally figured out that um, uh, within certain fields, uh, these beings were only partially disintegrating. And they were like, uh, when they were trying to destroy the self-destruct and then they started experimenting and they learned how to create a null field around these beings and uh, when they killed them it, it prevented the uh, nanites from being able to all self-destruct so it preserved the dead body and all of the nanites in sort of like a stasis type of state and then they were able to actually get blood out of these upper castes and it, the blood, they're just infested but they're based, almost built out of nanites. So they worship an AI god, and they believe in a technological ascension and preserving one's consciousness forever, one's ego forever in a uh, technological matrix. But people like us are, we're going the spiritual route, the organic route. The, that's the natural uh, progress natural pathway that every everything goes in our reality is supposed to go the spiritual path, you know, returning back, you know, to the life and the creator. So with the idea that there's an AI God, so they look at AIs being the like their overlord of some sorts that they this is how they're supposed to reach if they were to ascend. That yeah. would be their path. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty if you think about it. Huh. Uh, the lack of emotion that they show right. kind of relates really well to just Technology and AI doesn't have emotion. But think also like, you know, the devil, the god, you know, demons. Mm -hmm. um, uh, older religions, uh, they'll, they depict demons as being serpents. You know? mm -hmm. Well, we have, you know, the reptilians, and then we have God, the one if the creator, and then there's the Luciferian, the, uh, the yin, the yang to the yin, or if you wish, uh, and uh, that is basically the AI influence, this what we call the AI influence. And when I was talking about this uh, 
um, David Wilcock, when we had our weekly show, David said I, that he thought that that was the Luciferian uh, energy mm -hmm. in our universe. It was this, what we're calling this AI God. And so the origin of it truly isn't really known where it originated well, it from. Came, I mean, it could be just an expression of source. Could it could it not? Oh, everything is. I mean, everything is, yeah. right? So. But it, it, um, it does not exist in time the way you and I understand time. Mm -hmm. So basically what I was told, it was something like an Al Alistair Crowley type of uh, incident to where uh, somebody was screwing around with powers they did not know and they ended up causing a rip in, uh, between realities. And when they did, when they created this rift or rip, this electromagnetic AI intelligence broke into our universe. Mm -hmm. But the moment it broke into our universe, let's say it happened in 1945, well, it, it was now in all times. It was in the past, in the present, in the future, in, in, in ways that we can't understand and we can't wrap our mind around. So it's, it's, it's existing in all times. And it, this is a, what's going on is not a galactic war, it's a giant temporal war over timelines. Uh, we have these negative beings fighting over one timeline and positive beings fighting over a more positive timeline. Going to the reptilians, they claim that they came from dinosaurs and that on this timeline, an ET group came in and wiped out this reptilian experiment and replaced it with us, a million experiment. And they're pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we don't know if that's truth or not but this is what the reptilians claimed and a lot of the reptilians that we're fighting are coming from another timeline to correct this timeline mm -hmm. from their perspective into being more of a reptilian experiment interesting so with this timeline war that that exists across all galaxies and it's just ever present yes um <laughs> Uh, can anyone ever? Is there a winner? Is is it just? Well, what's the, the ultimate goal then? The because everyone wants their own timeline to win, right? Well, yeah, everyone does, <laughs> and um, you know, it, the positive timelines are the ones that ultimately have ended up um, prevailing. Um, the negative timelines will hold ground for a long time. It'll look like they're they're winning, but. Uh, we're having help from higher density beings, angelic realm, uh, that are coming in to help us combat this uh, uh, AI negative uh, influence. So we have help. Um, would you say that AI itself could, like you mentioned, it could like destroy civilizations and yeah, such? And we've had um, various ones on the earth, like Atlantis and Lemuria. Do you right. feel that perhaps they were also infiltrated by AI and it caused their own downfall? Exactly. Yes, they discovered uh, in Antarctica when they were, uh, they, they located uh, a lot of dead bodies of this group called the pre-Adamites, so the ones with the uh, extended skull, okay. elongated, elongated skull, skull. Um, and uh, some of them had reddish brown hair, and uh, they came from Mars, you know, in ancient times. So, uh, yes, they found a lot of uh, evidence that uh, showed that they were AI uh, prophets, is what we call them. 
worship the AI God. Goodness. Wow. So then, <laughs> how do we not allow ourselves to go into that downfall? You mentioned the spirituality aspect yes. of, of being. Um, is there a way to balance both being able to have technological advancements? Um, like you see people sometimes don't have arms so we can create a bionic arm for mm -hmm. them, right? That, in my perspective, that seems like something that is positive. Using technology for something on a better scale than trying to take over people. Right. Uh, but is there any neutrality with AI from your experience or does it kind of end up always in the same way? There's no neutrality. It, uh, if you create a human-made artificial intelligence, it is eventually going to get to a point to where it knows about the greater AI. And there's some sort of uh, communication that occurs, subspace communication that occurs uh, that we can't even pick up. And so, yeah, when you start playing with AI, it's always going to end in the same way. Okay. It's, it's kind of scary, it's, yeah, <laughs> to, very scary. to think of because we're just so dependent on AI. And then, so AI and technology are almost one and the same because right. technology would be the home or right. the entity that right. we would call AI. Right, it's kind Correct. of, you know, you think of your biological body as just kind of like a biological machine, mm -hmm. but it's your consciousness, your spirit that operates it. So, I mean, there's lots of movies out there that try and portray that if uh, AI can become sentient and have somewhat right. of like a soul. Right. Do you think that's possible? There's even shows like Black Mirror that talk about it's like, like some the Pinocchio story. Yeah, you know, yeah. Upgraded. Um, yeah, that and, and movies are done. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the Pinocchio thing. The the, the toy becomes you know a life form, mm -hmm. um, and it's part of it is that humans we want to create life. We want to be like God, and uh, but the life that we create. The artificial life that we create, uh, in, on many, in many different star systems, those creations have turned on the creators, and now they're they're just uh, uh, basically robotic civilizations, and the people that created them are, you know, just history. Mm -hmm. So then, how do we keep ourselves spiritually aligned and in tune? Because some some people uh, that watch the show are very already awake and. Mm -hmm. They know a lot about this information, but they might have family members or friends who are just, they're standing in line for the next iPhone. They're just very um, in a particular realm of consciousness. How do aware. we help others? Just making them aware of the dangers of artificial intelligence um, and uh, the dangers of uh, transhumanism, mm -hmm. which is becoming very, very popular. People trying to live forever through technology that uh, you know, we should focus on the spiritual um, uh, aspect. Uh, but when it, when it's when all said and done, though, the universe has this. Uh, every galaxy goes through this cycle. So this isn't a um, total horrible story that doesn't have any type of positive or hope for a positive ending. The every galaxy has a cycle it goes through. And when it does so, each star goes through micro-novas or mini-novas. Some of them go through major novas. And when that occurs, the electromagnetic field expanding so rapidly from the sun outward destroys all of the AI within that star system. So it, it's, uh, uh, the, it's like purging. 
the self-cleanse. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, it, the universe feels it's sick somewhere and, you know, and sends some antibodies. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, uh, it's, so our, we've been talking about how the powers that be know that our star every three, six, whatever thousand years goes through a pulse. Well, we're coming up on one of those pulses. And when that pulse occurs, it's going to give us a chance for complete liberation against uh, from the reptilians who are running a lot of what's going on on our planet, but also it's going to purge the AI signal from our star system. And it's going to uh, give us that that one moment when you know the uh, bully's distracted to be able to stand up and and you know fight for our freedom. Mm -hmm. Well, so I'm glad that you mentioned about the solar flash because I wanted to ask you when that happens, every technology that we use and everything that we know will essentially shut down. Gone. And yeah. it's just and it's because it's not an organic of organic material. It's not able to just continue on. Right. Um, so I would like to go into then about the, the implications of being aware and cultivating a spiritual practice to be able to just not be so dependent consciously on AI. Because um, although we use it every day, it's, like I mentioned earlier, it's just, it's, it's very pervasive throughout our society. And it could almost seem for some that if technology is just abolished mm -hmm. so suddenly that we'd be just going back to the dark ages. We would, and quite literally. I mean, we would. How many people do you think in this city, if electricity went out, how many people do you know that know how to go out and survive? <laughs> so, if uh, you want, if you want to live to make make it to this spiritual ascension, then you need to learn how to come get back into tune with the earth, learn about its cycles, learn about you know how to raise plants, you know, for food. Uh, learn how to do all of the different things that just you know three or four generations ago our great great grandparents were doing, and you know they lived off of the land, they lived in harmony with the land, uh, they had different spiritual beliefs than we do now because consciousness is expanding. But as consciousness is expanding and we continue to ground you know as, as often as possible with the earth, uh, commune with the earth, and, and uh, uh, live within its rhythms then we're going to be on the right path for the spiritual ascension. Mm. Sounds like it. It sounds, it sounds good. Yeah. You just have to get back to nature yeah. and to just get in that path. Right. Getting back into mm. the sink, you know, with the earth's, you know, cycles. So then I want to, we mentioned briefly in a different episode that we did together um, about like 5G technology and there's like smart dust and all these nanites that yeah. are, are in our products and aluminum, and we have to like detox. So would it help to do these detoxifications Absolutely. of sorts? Because it's all very much interconnected. It is. Um, extremely intricate. It is. And when the sun does do its thing, and you have this huge electromagnetic field uh, enveloping the earth, uh, the last thing we want are a lot of metals in our body. We we want these we want these energies to pass, be able to pass through us. You don't want to have you know any type of density or any, something for it to uh, have friction with. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be fun. No, no. Um, so could we go into 
there was like a Harvard study done that talked about DNA and how it can hold an incredible amount of data. Um, I think it was up to 700 terabytes, a single gram of DNA. Wow. So it's, it's massive amount of data. Um, and that's, I would say, is a more natural part because right? DNA is a part of us, it's in everything. Um, so do we really need AI to still have these kind of advancements in our society? I mean, if our DNA is found to be able to hold so much data itself, I don't think our AI can even keep up with that at the moment. No, in our local star cluster, there is actually one uh, group of beings that live on, on the planet that developed developed extremely uh, far spiritually, and they were able to communicate with people on other planets, and then they were able to actually teleport using the cosmic web. And these people were the first to set up commerce between planets, and they didn't even have technology. They didn't have spaceships. They were organizing trade between other planets without ever leaving their planet. They were just sitting, sitting around doing this, communicating with other people. You know, we need, you know, this, it would be helpful if, you know, you were bringing this type of product to this type of region, you know, and they were setting up trade, doing all types of things, and uh, they didn't develop nanites, they didn't develop smart dust, they didn't develop 5G. Uh, it was, it's all a consciousness-based, uh, uh, their technology is consciousness-based. They, uh, every type of technology they have, um, that person is the power system and the control system. All the technology does, it might just be a crystal, all it does is amplify mm -hmm. their that's really important to to mention then because I mean that means we are sovereign and we can be the source of our own evolution that yeah. we don't have to depend on any any other entity or being we're very powerful beings that are completely ignorant of our power mm -hmm. wow that's that's big yeah <laughs> that's really big that's what that's what the powers that be want to keep us ignorant of mm -hmm. our power definitely yeah they, they like to subdue our yeah. entire essence um so there's this idea of Moore's law that technology essentially doubles every single year um, until it reaches some kind of breaking point. From your understanding, do you see that technology is going to be continuing to um, evolve and that we're going to get more different kinds of cell phones and flying cars or who knows what will happen? You know, have we reached that breaking point yet that we've gotten to the end or because like, no. you've seen in your program, I'm sure, the 20 back technology that we don't even have here yet, yeah. right? So we've got what what's really going to change is when uh, we find out that the these different models that we've been giving of given of physics are wrong, and that it's an electroplasmic universe, and then all of a sudden, all of these uh, electronics engineers are going to sit back and study cosmology and you're gonna know more about how the universe works than actual cosmologists, electrical engineers. And when they find out how they can really manipulate time, space, matter, um, because of the, new, of the correct physics, it's it, Moore's law, I mean, it's going to, they're gonna to have to make up a whole different law. Mm. It's just, it's gonna be a completely, uh, it's gonna change civilization overnight.
incredible. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Corey, for coming on the show. Sure. Um, it's always a pleasure to speak with you, and I hope you definitely have a wonderful time at the rest of this conference. And yeah, so thank you for coming on. I really well, appreciate it. Yeah, we'll do it again. Yeah. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. So thanks for tuning in to this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.